dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. 105. 105. So, uh, okay. We got a lot of hot topics to get into, but yeah. let's be responsible. We're more than hot topics. Uh-huh. Let's do about five minutes of small talk. Okay, okay. I see you out here taking family photos and everything like that. How'd that go? Yeah, man, we uh we decided, man, it's been, you know, we had a family photo when our, our two older were young, um, but we since we had the baby, we ain't had no family shoot and uh had, had had to go get some of the best in the city. Yeah. So I hollered at my boy Lamar with Shutter Eye Photo. And uh, we uh, went on location uh, <laughs> t- to a secret, uh, secret location and uh, had the family shoot. Man, my mom, step pop came. Everybody wore black and white. You know, we are a black and white family. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Everybody wore black and white, man. And we uh, had, had a family shoot, man. It was really nice, perfect weather. Nice and beautiful day. Was everybody well behaved? Uh, the baby lasted about twenty minutes into it. I mean, she, <laughs> we we got a couple good family shots, but uh, you know, open space and a baby equals uh, put me down, let me go, let me do what I do. So yeah, they uh got got a couple good shots with her, um, but she she tired out pretty quick on the sitting sitting and smiling uh, over and over and over. Right. You know, it was only so many games you could play with a baby. Like I'm over this. Yeah, so. Um, it, all was well though. I mean, it was it was it was a good. You know, we we actually went over to the VA. Okay. We went, so uh, I give the pod that inside scoop on the location. Uh, Hook the em VA up. has Hook a, them up. Hook them up with some quality locations. They got a beautiful spot, man. It's a grotto, a nice pond, garden. A lot of the the VA uses it for the vets with like PTSD to come detox, relax, mm-hmm. enjoy you know air and beauty. Um, they really they really did it up a few years ago. Got a lot of. Uh, Sponsors and people from the community um, or organizations, and they, they put a lot, I think I think they put like a million into it. Wow. I mean, they redid the whole thing; it's real beautiful. And then we went and took a couple of shots down by the tombstones. You know, with us being vets, we mm-hmm. had to get a couple of those. So we was over there all for about two hours. Woo! Good time, man! It was a good good family shoot. All all is well. I told the wife when I seen that, I was like, we need to get a, a oil painting done. So, yeah, that, that's what <laughs> happened to us. Distinguished. <laughs> you, start, you, start, you start seeing the pics come up, you know, when the spring hits and you start seeing things that we're just thinking like, man, we ain't had no family photos in a while. Ain't no pics on the wall. It's time to, you know, we got three kids. It's time to get <laughs> time to get that one photo that stays there for, you know, the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. And the kids can look at it, you know, every time. And when they get older. Remember that, you know, like man, take that down, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this grandma's is house. Is this picture at my pop's house? He got of me, and I'm like, man, that picture is terrible. Why don't you take that down? I didn't sent you a million pictures, bro. Please take that down. Right. Nope. I like this picture. How man. was your weekend, man? It or was week? hectic, bro. Hectic. Ripping, running. My dudes came to town. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. Cleared the house. The house was ready. Yes. Everything. Everything. Did it meet mom Duke standards? Yes, Good. absolutely. Got Good. everything situated. <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> so uh, since my brother moved to Nashville, like this is our new thing. She's gonna go down there for a week for his birthday. Then 
be at home for a week, then come down here for Memorial Day. So she got down here eh, about 3 o'clock on Friday, got out of work early, went over, had a couple margaritas, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then went over to the casino, had some dinner over there, chilled out at the crib before hitting hitting the club because mm-hmm. I don't let that check pass. Even though mom's is in town, <laughs> I got to get that check. That's one thing she taught me. She's like, it don't matter. You better get that money, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be right here on the couch when you get back. Exactly. Chilling. There's so, always there's always that one person in the fan. My uncle's like that. I can remember being little. He worked for Ameritech back in the day, and every holiday we had together, he worked second shift, so he'd be over there at, two, at 1 o'clock getting a plate and then... Going to work, gonna get this money, and now right. he's he retired at fifty. So hey. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Play them cards right. You mm-hmm. you too can do this. Exactly. So then yesterday, uh, we went up to Easton. Was up there all fucking day, <laughs> <laughs> but we beat the rain. Uh, started raining on our way back, so we beat the rain. Was cool. up there, had a good time. She never been there before. She shopped till she dropped. Me, her, and the wife had a good time. Then uh, grabbed some food, of course. So today, we're going to rip and run, go up to the green. She uh, never been up there before, so we can go up there, hang out, spark up the grill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hang out with moms. It's That's what this weekend's time. about, man. Absolutely, Spending time man. with the people you Absolutely. love, man. It's just, a, it's just what it's about. My brother hitting us up like, what y'all doing? What y'all doing? Like every like hour, like, nigga. Why are you calling? <laughs> you should. You, you've had your time. With yeah. us. it's my turn. Leave us alone. It's my mom too. You gotta rub it in. Oh, we doing. We doing something amazing. You're missing it. Like, oh man, you should have been here. Dog. It's crazy, man. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But let's get into it, man. Oh no, no, no. One more thing. Since I was just recently permanently scarred for the rest of my life, I'm about to scar the rest of the podcast audience Uh-oh. and you. Oh, yeah, scarred forever. Oh, so I'm whipping the whip coming in to tape the pod. I see this thing on the road moving oh so slow. Uh oh. As I approach and get closer, I'm like, damn, it's a turtle. And the turtle ain't no little baby turtle. This motherfucker about Grandpa. The, this motherfucker <laughs> about the the size of a tire. Oh wow. So You're a big boy. Yeah. So, you know, something big is obviously easy to dodge. So I swerve. I was like, ooh, good. I missed him. I didn't ending yeah so i'm looking in the rear view to make sure i didn't end them somebody behind me ended that nigga oh like nigga it looked like his ass got taped with a a m80 nigga the fucking i seen the shell Uh, like nigga it was like slow motion nigga Uh, and then the legs with that away i was like holy shit (laughs) so i'm looking and then the driver's like ah he's like this now he's like swerving and then his passenger, like, like that's how close they are to me. Yeah. So I guess obviously they weren't able to see him until you passed. Yeah, them. until I passed them, which tells you keep your monkey ass back. Exactly. Feet. Everybody but, ride on everybody's ass. So yeah, now you're permanently <laughs> scarred. Everybody else is permanently scarred. I figure I yeah. share that because I almost hit a duck last week. So those, like, you know, the ducks the when you, yeah, when you see them, like they be like, I'm across this road right now when I'm ready. And when I saw him make that step off the curb, I just gunned it a little more to get past him. <laughs> and I felt like his head and my passenger side door was just, you know, just met up real quick. So <laughs> Touch his schnoz, right. man. Touch his schnoz, man. Almost took him out. So let's get into these topics, man. Which you, where you want to start, man? I know where you want to start. I mean, we can say some of that. We can go We can go into I want to talk about this NFL, man. Okay, okay. This NFL thing, man, is just, I, I just... For those that don't, you know, have not keep up with the news, I'm, I'm sure most of our pod listeners do. Yes. But uh, the NFL uh, made a policy now to where players, if 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 kneeling during a national anthem, 
uh, they can start fining and punishing people for doing that. And yeah. uh, I'm I, I'm torn between I'm torn between like an organization trying to set rules. I get that, but I just feel like the NFL just turned they turned his face to what this all was about. Oh, they've been you know, that. Yeah, they just don't want to address it. They'd rather fall in line with 45. Yeah, and uh, NRA and everybody just kind of you know we're gonna we're gonna fake fake be mad fake be whatever yeah safe face here safe face there it's just sad man and I'm I saw the uh, the Jets owner yeah uh, made a statement that uh, he's paying all those fines for people so I mean that's we need that I mean you can't you can't for what this is about and what this is meaning to a, a large group of people it needs to be in the forefront you absolutely know, it, and it, it it can't be. You know, we're gonna put this paragraph on paper and and now move so on to facts and move and on just to let the, it be that. Yeah, and move well, on. I come a little different on this. I don't have a big problem with the policy. Okay, I truly don't. Um, I don't think necessarily the message has been hijacked by forty five. So right. the message is lost. Yeah, is is no no longer can somebody go out there raise the power fist, stand on the knee without it being. A different issue. The issue at hand is never going to come up again. Mm -hmm. The reason why you're doing is not going to come up. So the NBA had also has this rule that you stand uh, during the national anthem, you pay respect and all that stuff, which is fine. I don't have no problem with that. I really don't have no problem with the NFL implementing the rule. Um, and if you don't want to, you can stay at the locker room. I really don't have a problem yeah. with that. What I do have a problem with is the lack of communication between the owners and the players union and also the lies that they're telling about like, yeah, it was a unanimous vote. And then you get back to say, uh, the Raiders didn't vote on this. The 49ers didn't vote for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, if the jets owner is saying I'm paying all the fines, you would assume that he didn't vote for this. Right. So come to find out there was no vote. They just took a poll and just implemented the rule, which is <laughs> lazy, lazy and <laughs> a lie. Yeah. And I understand uh, the last collective bargaining agreement, the players gave up a lot of power so they can have more time off and less uh, physical practice. So I understand, like, you gave up that power, mm -hmm. so they're flexing their power. This yeah. is a give and take. It's a, y'all wanted this? Well, we going to do this. Mm -hmm. I got you. No problem. The bigger issue at hand for me is – a couple days ago, where when they released a statement saying we're going to donate $90 million over seven years to causes that African-Americans deem important. That statement alone says to me, you're just out here trying to make sure they stand. Like, look, we didn't give y'all some money. Damn, mm -hmm. why don't y'all just stand? Mm -hmm. And $90 million over seven years to you and I and the average American obviously sounds like a lot of money. But that's nothing compared yeah. to 32 teams that have 32 NFL. billionaires, yeah, running, billionaires running. <laughs> running around. And also, if you dig deeper into it, which was pointed out by uh, ESPN, which I was actually surprised that ESPN reported this because they're in cahoots with the NFL, mm -hmm. uh, that this isn't new money. This isn't like, all right, we're going to give you more money out of our pockets to help these causes. This is money that was already going to be spent on breast cancer awareness, like, you know, in mm -hmm. October and everything like that. So they basically reallocated the money to go towards this. So this isn't new money. This yeah. is just old money. Well, not old money. Money they already had that they're just going to throw at it, like, all right, to shut you up. Right. And 
I don't know about you, but when you say you're going to solve a problem, you don't put an end date on it. Right. You don't have an end date on raising your children. Right. We don't have an end date on like, all right, we're here to find a cure for cancer. The Jimmy V Foundation, like, all right, we're going to give the Jimmy V Foundation 10 years. And if they we can't find out that in 10 years, we're done with it. Right. No. If you're really here to try to find a solution, you, you continuously a, working. Forever. Yeah. You work towards the future. And I think that's the biggest problem and the biggest difference between the NBA and the NFL. The players and the ownership work together. That's why you don't hear about these issues. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an actual partnership because – the the owners know we don't have a game without the players, and the players know we don't have nowhere to play if we don't have a league. Mm-hmm. But the owners in the NFL know that, hey man, we we have a great minor league system in college football. Mm-hmm. They're coming in every single yeah. year. Can't dude. wait to get there. Can't <laughs> wait to get there. And and I, it's just a just a just a huge problem, and it's a huge slap in the face. And also. The players' union, if they agree to take this ninety million dollars over seven years, they should be ashamed of themselves yeah. to to settle for something like that, as opposed to fighting for what was really important. You you've made your statement by, by protesting. They've now taken that away, mm-hmm. but obviously you can still protest by not going out there. Right. I mean, so I think that's what's gonna happen. Everybody's yeah, gonna be in the locker room. Yeah, don't don't think that's not gonna be reported for game one oh, of yeah. the NFL season. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins wasn't out there. So and so wasn't out there. This person wasn't out there. I assume draw that was a whole division. The yeah. So that that to me that creates even more problems. Mm-hmm. Like because now it's gonna be like it's gonna be a byline at the report. Like say, hey man, this person wasn't out there. Right. I just think it causes more headache instead of actually trying to fix the problem, which is communication. Exactly. And try to see where your workforce is coming from. Like this is your workforce. Yeah. Like they have a union, just like a teachers' union, a bus drivers' union. Like this, this is a union. You have to see where your your workforce is upset and trying to come to a a, a happy medium mm-hmm. by just implementing these changes and saying y'all gonna do this or else or we gonna find you. That's not how it's going. That's not how it's gonna work. Right. And people that saying like, oh man, what they should do? They shouldn't even play week one. Well, can't do that. Because at the end of the day, this is their job. Right. This is this how like, they uh, eat. Yeah, this is how they eat. Like, well, they millionaires. Well, what they got? That they mean? got more bills than you did. Yeah, they got bills. <laughs> they got their kids is in private schools. They got they can't live in a regular apartment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They can't live in Centerville Park apartment. Mm-hmm. You imagine that? Chad exactly. Johnson living there? You know what I'm saying? Think about all the friends you know who got siblings that might be struggling in life. Yeah. They can't necessarily have a sibling. That it's just struggling that, that they got this money that they can't reach a hand. You know what I'm right. saying? So they're taking care of adults. Yeah. They're helping people. They're helping they're helping they people on the creating payroll. foundation. I mean they're, they're agents. Yeah, there's jobs among jobs among just each player. Yeah. You know, there's people that's working for them and people that's that they gotta they gotta pay, they gotta take care, they gotta support, they gotta be there for. So, you know, it, more money, more problems, you know. Back though. And and people people always wanna fight for something, but they don't wanna get hit. Yeah, you know, they don't want. They don't want to take a smack in the face to get the victory, to get the dub. It's like, you know, you fighting for something, and then like you say, if the players' union agreed to this, if 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 the powers that be just tried to smooth the icing out and send the cake on, mm-hmm. you know, then that's the problem. Yeah, that's the uh, all the all this fake, you know, fake I support, fake I'm down, fake I wills, fake yeah. you know whatever, you know, that's the problem. Well, it all comes back to the money, and the owners yeah. is about their bread, they about that check. 
I mean, they get they get hella money. And 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 I understand. And that TV deal they just signed a year or two ago is is bonkers compared. I mean, like it's wowzers compared to what it you know what it was. Exactly. And I understand it's a business. And a lot of your viewers and people that buy tickets to go to games, because let's be honest, man, when you go to an NFL game or look at an NFL game, the majority of people there are white. Mm -hmm. So, and. They some of those people that are going there don't see it the same way as we do. We they don't see the protests in the same way, which is which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I understand where the owners are coming from. Like, look, man, we got we we'll lose money. We'll we'll lose people coming through those gates buying them nine dollar beers. Like, mm-hmm. yo, this is all yeah. this is all a big wheel. Mm-hmm. If I don't get paid, you don't get paid. But that's the dialogue that needs to happen. Exactly. That's the dialogue that needs to happen. And I know Jerry Jones tried to talk to. The Cowboys about it, but you know it needs to be a collective. It needs to be understood from everybody. Understanding like, all right, the NFL makes the money, then the players make the money. I mean, did the owners make the money? Then the players make the money. It's a wheel. Everybody mm-hmm. gets paid off of this big machine, but we had to come to some type of happy medium where it's not just like a dictatorship from the owners. Like it's not gonna work like that. I would love to see something. I would love to see a team like. Whoever got the Thursday night game, Philly and whoever, mm-hmm. they just not fucking play. Yeah. Just, just, just like walk, walk off. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. It would be, it would be, it would be next round. Like we, we now, now we on to the next one. We on to the next Muhammad fight. Muhammad Ali <laughs> yeah. type shit. Yeah, it would be Muhammad Ali levels of we not going for this. Right, but I can't blame him for not for not. For going out there to get that get that check and play because I mean they gladiators they're modern mm-hmm. day gladiators they want to play they want to compete and they, they obviously want to get paid. Some of these cats is getting you know a couple mil for you know for twenty weeks you know they yeah. they getting they getting a mil a week you know that's how this is this is their income this yeah. is their this is their house in Florida and their home in wherever in their hometown or you know whatever and so or like a a player like a, a special teamer yeah. Like, yo, he's not making a million dollars. He's probably making a league minimum. Exactly. So you think he's not about to go out there and get that check? Cause, yeah, because he, he just a hair above, you know, doctors. Can be cut you know? anytime. <laughs> can be cut yeah, anytime. And then you, right back to needing some money quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Working that. Freaking sprinter! NFL something. got to figure it out. I don't think you know. I think they had a they had a they had a fail attempt at it, and uh, I don't think it's Major over. Fail. I don't think it's over. I don't think it's gonna be you know forgotten. It's gonna it's not gonna be uh, talked about any less. You know? Oh yes, yeah, it's, 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 oh, it's gonna be a just hot be button more. issue all season long. Like it's it's forever gonna be a hot button issue yeah. until they actually sit down and, and resolve try. the issue exactly. people, and listen to each people other. People do not like change. At all, at all, man. But uh, things are changing in the NBA. Yeah. You know what? We're going to have to post this pod today. Yeah. It's Sunday. Yeah. We got Game 7 today, yeah. Cavs, Celtics. Yeah. But last night was Game 6, Golden State, Rockets. What did you think? I ain't... <sighs> I just don't want to see Golden State in the Cavs again, but I do at the same breath. But it's like, why? Why not? Why not? Why don't I? Yeah, why don't you? Because it just it just more solidifies the the people that like to say LeBron ruined the league, which he did. You know, I'm not I'm not I, he ruined it in the sense of these these, these big threes coming together, super teams. And, yeah, these super teams. But like, no one really I I think to see that four straight times shows more of a problem than an accomplishment. In the NBA, to me, it it seems as if, you know, 
I like the fact that we got two game sevens for the first time. Mm. You know, that's that's nice to have Get in the popcorn in the, ready. Yeah, in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Um, but overall, man. I do want to see it. You do? I want to see it. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to see the best? Why wouldn't you still see the best? It just this, well, well, this would be a collection. Obviously, LeBron's the best player in the league. Yeah. KD is second. Steph is in somewhere in the top ten. I always want to see the best players compete for it all. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think we're watching the NBA Finals in the Western Conference exactly. right now. To be honest, because uh, no matter I, who the Cavs play, they just the Cavs is a lottery team without LeBron this year. But that, I, honestly, if if Houston wins and the Cavs win. If I was a gambling man like yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and like my boy Kelly, who's listening to this podcast right now, I would put major cash on the Cavs to beat the Rockets because they play like the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Their role players are better than the Cavs role players. Yeah, but their Cavs best player is much better than any on the court. Anybody on the court? Yeah, anybody on the court. I would, I would, I would put. I would if I had it, and I was a gambling man like that. I would put a stack on the Cavs to win that shit. Now, if they played the Rockets, the one concern though that still has to be addressed is that Boston is oh, yeah, undefeated is. at home, right? The, the, that's the that's going to be a tough one for them today. And you know, we all say. You know, are you really going to bet against the king? That's what all I've been hearing sports talk all weekend, and it's like they had three shots to get a win there. I know, I know, Game Seven is a whole different animal, whole different, whole different animal. animal. And LeBron lives, believe it or not, in that space. He, he, Facts. he, he. The last, like, how many times have we seen LeBron be down in a series, and then Game Five, Game Six, Game Seven, whatever? You know, he pulls it out, pulls it out, and. That run can't go forever. Right. I, I think he'll definitely need two other role players to have. Like, Well, one of them won't be Kevin Love. They won't. And and Nance, Nance is such a liability. You know, he's great hustle, great, great leap, but he also gets beat quite a bit. See, <laughs> people hate me so much for saying this, but this is the LeBron I like. This is the LeBron this I love the, to watch. The LeBron versus Golden State first time. Where there's quote unquote nobody on the team, mm-hmm. where his uh, running mate is Delhi, where he has no choice but to shoot the ball. Yeah. Because we all know LeBron is really like a point guard who his talents are just astronomical, where he can score too. But this is the LeBron I wanna see. This is the LeBron I love. Where you, hey man, you ain't got no choice but to shoot the fucking ball. Yeah, or you going home. Yeah, you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. We don't wanna hear how making the right play. No. You know what the right play is? Shooting the ball. We'll know first quarter if we got past LeBron or dog LeBron. <laughs> we will know. We will know. Then you don't know how many times I get that text after the first. We losing. This motherfucker passing too much. Shoot the ball, bro. Yeah. Like, look, man, I would rather LeBron shoot a fadeaway three with two people on him than JR shoot a wide open shot. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Like, I don't care, man. Like, this, these things are, are simple to me. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you want to teach Young kids, how to play the game the right way and all that. So pass it to open man. And look, James Harden, he wouldn't give up the rock at all last night. It mm-hmm. was hor- horrible yeah. in the second half. Took the money, that's what I read. Yeah. He uh, took the money. Like, you know, as far as, yeah. Because <laughs> that was terrible. That was horrendous. But LeBron, in that case, I wouldn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well. 
Oh well, yeah, I think, who you want shooting it? I think who you want Larry Nance shooting a fifteen footer or LeBron jacking up a terrible three? Exactly. I'll take the LeBron yeah. terrible three every, every time, time. Every time. Every time. This is the one 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 of few years where if the Cavs lose, it's expected. If the Cavs win, it's it's uh you know the refs the refs gave it it's it's, uh, it's always yeah. a bullet behind oh don't the get me victory. started on that don't it's get me started bullet. on that. please don't get me started on the conspiracy theory I got cast by eight though tonight uh cast by eight okay uh, okay uh, how many points does LeBron score LeBron has thirty nine thirty nine he ain't he ain't gonna give another forty performance because he gonna be he gonna have thirty nine fifteen and twelve LeBron. Le- Double nickel, mm. twelve boards, mm. thirteen assists. Cavs win. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I said it from the rip. I said, even though I was wrong, I said Cavs and six all the way to the finals, and they lose in five to Golden State or Houston. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they went seven with the Pacers, swept the Raptors, about to go to Game Seven tonight. But I can't envision, even though Kyrie's not playing, that motivation is self to say, I can't fucking let him go to the finals before me. That's true. I got to get yeah, back. That is true. And even though it is out of his nature and out of his want to, to score the ball as much as he has to in these series, he's going to do it because of that. Mm-hmm. He like, look, man, he's not going. Yeah. Like if I lose, if I was gonna lose, I I lost to the, the Sixers. I just say, all right, man, well, I fucking lost. Oh well. But to this dude who bounced on me, yeah. who bitched and complained about, oh, if y'all don't trade me, I'm gonna have knee surgery. Well, guess what, nigga? You had a knee surgery anyway. So the Cavs should have kept that motherfucker. Go have your knee surgery. So what? Kyrie wouldn't have been playing in the playoffs. Right, he, his team would have been on this stage. He wouldn't have been able to resist. Exactly, he'd have been out there shucking, jiving, jacking up terrible threes mm-hmm. too. Brian's dropping the double dickle tonight. Cavs are going back to the finals. Verse who? Game seven, Labor Day, Monday. Without CP, man, eating it's, your leftovers. It's Golden State without CP. Facts. It's Golden State. Facts. Golden. There's no possible way yeah. that he could be ready, right? Yeah, there's no way. There's no, there's I mean, no way. That hammy. You know, that's you know, I ran from my house <laughs> to the store, which is probably like two hundred yards. You know, and I was just trying to go at a good pace. I'm getting ready for my sprint. Yeah. Know? So I was just no stretch. You know, I I just got up, <laughs> took a little jog <laughs> for the first couple, and then I just kinda of took off, right? Three quarters of the way through that hammy said, You might want to stretch first. I felt it kinda of like, hey, remember me? I'm like, oh, let me slow down. Let me uh, take it easy. That hammy, man, is a terrible. That's a huge muscle to have a problem with. You know, it, it affects it affects you. And to be to be at NBA level, game seven, there's no way you as a coach you can't even put him out there if he's if he ain't ninety percent and up. Right, because there's no way. Because think about it. If you win, and he goes out there, he wins plays. Then that. Hammy tender steel. Steel yep. tender. So he's not going to be ready for Thursday. I just feel bad for the guy, though. This close. This to, close. This close and, to, and he's the reason why. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's Harden. Like cursed, I, I, give, I give Harden a little bit of credit. Like, those other games where it was 0 for 11 and 0 for 12 from downtown, mm-hmm. he was playing good defense for a change. Yeah. So I think that affected his shot. But, you know, the thing about CP3 is, you know, if there's no way. This, I, I, I'm not a doctor. 
But I just can't imagine a way you pull your hamstring on Thursday and you about to go play 40 minutes on Monday. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I said this. I told my homies, I was like, look, man, CP, you stay in H-Town. Harden, you not playing. We putting all our eggs in the game seven. Harden, you get the rest, chill, and and on game seven, you fully energized to do what you got to do. So there can be yeah. no excuses. That's what I said. Because, I mean, now you played him. Y'all y'all was up 10 at halftime. And then go to State. It came out of the third quarter, boy. And turned it all yeah. the way up. Yeah. <laughs> and then y'all end up losing by but basically 30 points. Right. So now you wasted. It's the waste. It's a waste you of got energy. Blew out. Yeah, it's a waste of everything. Yeah. So now now you're behind a now it's zero zero. Oof. Winner take all. And you gotta go up against four dogs. And mm-hmm. and most mm-hmm. of the time, I actually I actually look back at this. Most of the time in big games, Clay Thompson yes. hooping. Hooping. I mean, what, 35 last night, nine threes? Like he's done that. If you go look at some of these, like when they were when in, they need. and when they were in big games, like game sixes, game sevens, that they might have played in, most of those games, Clay has showed up. Yes, that was a DraftKings research that I did because I had a, <laughs> had a lineup in. That's, that's how I you found that. You played that lineup. You played it. I did. I didn't. Man, it's, it's hard though because right now what they're doing on DraftKings is like they call it showdown. So it's just that one game. Okay. You're picking the players. So literally. The well, first, shit. the first place guy and the guy that didn't place in the money might be a five to seven point difference Ugh. because it's only so many combinations of lineups. So many combinations and shit. The Rockets only play seven dudes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you can't even really dig deep on the bench. Like you know, I took a risk and played Clarkson on, on one of my lineups because he was so butt cheap that it helped me build my regular my rest of my right, lineup. Right, right, right. And if for for him to cost that cheap, it was like man, just just get ten points or just give me. Eight, 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 he eight. might not get ten points, but he'll show try to get oh, twenty. That's the thing. That motherfucker, put it up. he think he is fucking <laughs> Allen Iverson. He meets freaking uh, Larry Bird. Like, <laughs> what the fuck up. are you doing, bro? I think Jeff Green gonna, gonna surprise people today too. The Cavs won't one, say that. One thing in their benefit. I know somebody listens to this pod right now. <laughs> hates Jeff Green's guts. Oh man, he, I, I personally, I think Jeff Green is very valuable to LeBron. In the sense, tell him, uh, tell him, <laughs> tell him. Try, I try to tell this motherfucker that very, shit too. He's very valuable in the sense of you have a veteran who can still get up on off the floor. Yeah, he can he can protect <laughs> the rim. He can he can shoot free throws. You know, what I'm saying like you don't want necessarily to have Tristan Thompson Ugh. always always on the line. Ugh. You know, what I'm saying that's not a good recipe. You know, you could take Corver, you could take. Smith, you could take both Smiths, you know, or uh, J.R. Smith and uh, uh, Green. I mean, yeah. and uh, most of those guys can shoot the free throw, so they yeah. got enough veterans to get through this. But also, I think that leads to, you know, are we gonna see Cleveland versus San Antonio and you know what I'm saying that that sweep in the finals because the thing they burnt is out. about done. Jeff Green so. and LeBron. LeBron trusts him like he trusts Kyle Culver. Mm-hmm. He trusts Jeff Green, and he likes him. Yeah, like. And like I said, when it's quote unquote lesser players and LeBron has to do the scoring, I love it. So I lo- that's question. who I want to see. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see happen. So we can so we can check out our uh, our sports knowledge tomorrow when we listen, or tonight when we hear the pot. Yeah, give me the second leading scorer of tonight's game for the Cavs. Second. Oh shit. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
That's yeah. see, that is that right? The reaction you're giving me is why I, that's the problem with this team. <laughs> if you say that about you know Golden State or Houston, you could name me three or four yeah, guys. You just throw that, anything. You probably right. You, okay, let me think. <laughs> that's the second diff- leading score. I'm picking. I'm picking a whole different, whole I, different I, person. You think? Because I got. So I, I think it. I I think it. It has. It has to be either Jeff Green. It has to be Jeff Green, right? Or Corver. Yeah. For them to win, it has to be Corver. For them to win, Corver needs six yeah. threes tonight. Damn, six? Six. And he's going to get six tonight. Six. Six threes. It's a lot of threes, man. I'll text you on the six one. Six? He's he going to hit six threes tonight, Corver. Because LeBron going to be in such a managed game mode, he he going to be he going to let Corver go down the down the middle of the lane. Choose the way he want to cut around, find on the rock. Six. He hitting six threes tonight. It's a lot of threes, man. Watch what I tell you. If they gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Last last thing on this. Last thing on this because we got this stuff to talk about. Okay. So does LeBron? And I think this is the best way to play. Especially, spe- I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think this is the way to play. Slow the tempo down a little bit. Muck it up. Mm-hmm. Be extra physical. Use your size. You got smart. You got Rozier that are going to play thirty plus minutes tonight, mm-hmm. guaranteed. And and I I love Smart for his oh, he's defense. A fucking dog. I love. But him. I hate him for the the twelfth flop of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like that part of it when he's not on your team, you hate. We yeah. we we addressed that a few weeks ago. Um, but they have enough size, Cleveland. They have enough size against the people that are going to be on the court to where slowing it down. Getting people in foul trouble, getting elbows in the ribs, getting that bruise yeah. all done, tiring them down. LeBron going to be waiting to that fourth quarter. I mean, I'm not waiting, but LeBron going to save some in the tank like he did in game six. I felt like he, second, third quarter, he methodically played 12 of the 24 seconds of each shot clock. You know what I'm saying? He'll take off a couple seconds, letting them do their thing, letting them get here, get there, and then try to try to charge at the end, try to yeah. give it all at the end. And most of the time, he has enough in the tank to get it done. Yeah, we gonna uh, see. I do have something about the Celtics. Like, yo, you got to do something about this switching, getting Rozier on LeBron. Like, um, yeah. Terry Rozier, think- Cleveland boy, appreciate it. He's balling. Love to see that. Mm-hmm. But, bruh, like, whenever they need a bucket, somehow, some way, they get to switch a mm-hmm. Rozier on LeBron. Like, look, man, that's not the play, bro. Right. Like, and blitz earlier, him to make him give it up. Exactly. Earlier in the season, what they were doing, there was. They would bring somebody over, kind of get in his space for a second, and then but then everybody's caught rotating. So as you do that, everybody's got to be rotating right. or communicate, yeah, or or somebody somebody getting an open shot. So I mean, I mean, it helps that Kevin Love's not going to be there to pop out to the corner for the short corner three. So that means somebody is going to be Tristan or Nance diving to the hoop for a lob. But we gonna yeah. see. Eight thirty tonight. Cavs by eight. LeBron thirty nine, and I got a Golden State in Cleveland going next week. LeBron, and I love the fact that it doesn't cross over into black tie. Thursday, <laughs> Sunday, I'm looking. Thursday, looking uh, yeah, absolutely. Thursday night, Cavs, Warriors as well. LeBron drops the double nickel. Cavs by five. Mm. Cavs by five. But watch out, Jalen Brown gets busy in the first quarters. So yeah. be wary. If Tatum of that. shows up again, too, that's a problem. Jesus Christ! Here we go. Though. That's what we what we came to see. Yo, have you seen the guy? Well, you have kids. Oh yeah. Would you let your beautiful daughters live with you guys until the age of thirty? 
I am a little torn with that. <laughs> Don't the, you dare. The normal answer, of course, is no. <laughs> now, if the 30-year-old is finishing up a doctorate, right. if if uh, you know, something something that they're not just at home playing Minecraft and <laughs> You know, and drinking up all my drinking up all my simply lemonade. You know, that's a that's a different story. I think has as a this is just my opinion. As a black community, I feel like we trying to create generational wealth versus other uh, races and other people. Where we're behind the curve on that. So Facts. I think it's always like that. Eighteen, get out of my house. You know, that's, I've heard that from so many people. I've heard that like growing up, people have been like the friends in my life. Had to be either be going to college or striving to get out the house, you know, working, whatever. I think it's it's more important to, in, in, in my case, I got out of the military at 23 with no direction, no real goals on what I was doing next. I just knew I didn't want to go back to Iraq. That's the only reason why I got out, <laughs> you know. So so it was that decision that forced me out, which then put me in the spot of where I got to do something else. So my first reaction was to fall back into what I knew, which was being a medic in the military and try to go to paramedic school. Mm-hmm. You know, then I tried to then I became a DJ and tried to go that route. So I was just lost in the sauce for a second. I think it's important to capture, you know, if a person, if a, if a juvenile breaks breaks the law, you know, it's a troubled teen. We're gonna put him in the juvie system so his life's not ruined, and we're gonna give him a shot at growing his life in his or 20s. a grown adult riding a four wheeler. Exactly, whatever. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I think that it's important to capture the fact that sometimes having a kid stay around in his 20s, in my 20s, I was just discombobulated altogether. It would have been nice to know that I got a roof over my head, I got this and that, and I can focus on, a, on something. So, like, if that's what's happening, I think it's okay. If it's just a, a simple fact of I know moms and pop got me all the time, nah. No. Hold me down, because because I'm struggling right now with my ten and nine year old. This summer, every school for the, for the since, they, since they've been in school, every summer they get out of whack. They get up till two or three in the morning, sleep until noon, wanting to go do this and that, not being clean up around the house. They just get out of whack. Mm-hmm. So me and the wife really made it a goal. We got summer projects for them. We got books to read. We got yeah. movies to watch. We got to have to give me a report. You know, we got things to do. My kids bringing home C's in elementary school, to me, is not acceptable. You know, I was an A and B student until my dick started working. That's what I tell everybody. <laughs> so they got to tell junior high to have some problems. <laughs> so having a C in, in, in any grade in elementary school, to me, shows that we ain't pushing them hard enough. So that was our goal this summer. Two it's, military parents about to come yeah, together. And, and they hating it. Like, they had to go with my wife at 6.30 in the morning yesterday. To Cincinnati with her sorority, they had a uh, like a woman's uh, I don't know what to call it, like a workshop, okay. you know, where they were just you know dealing with maybe the t- the ten to thirteen year old uh, daughter or child, um, and just kind of getting them through some conversations about you know the women stuff. And yeah. I think it was very important for them to go. Right. So we got them up. They went with her, and come back home. I asked them what they did. And like we had some pizza, and I'm like, well, no, no, what y'all, what y'all talk about? My oldest was was trying to, she was trying. My youngest, you know, just gave up on the whole like, I just wanted to relax, you know, like she wasn't paying attention. I'm like, that's the problem. You you doing these things, you ain't trying. We're gonna be, we're gonna be trying this summer. So mm-hmm. moving forward, like I feel like it's, this is if we don't do it now, it's over. You know, if we don't capture it at ten and nine, 
when they're 13 and 14 and so many other things is happening to them yeah. and you know they're trying to trying to get through it you know I don't want them just to be average and getting through it you know I spent I, I spend my life struggling and as a parent you don't want them to follow your footsteps mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm trying to a not 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 get the belt out you know mm-hmm. that, that that's a hard thing for me to do because that that fear I can see when I when I get loud with them I can see it I can see they their reaction and I try to just keep it at that but it's getting to the point where it's like y'all not listening so like we're gonna have to do something mm-hmm. so kids at kids at home at thirty if if they doing it right doing it for a reason I'm okay with it flip flop that if you had three boys. Would your reactions or actions and outcome of that be different? Absolutely. If I had Bingo. If I had three boys, the you know, the the at home chest shot they might they might take, you know, <laughs> like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so much of a, you know, I I hate to say it like this, but this is just uh is how I say it. My daughters are starting to get boobs. I feel like you're starting to develop boobs. I shouldn't be hitting you. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be putting my hands on you. I should be teaching you that that's not okay. Right. Ha- having a boy at that age. Hey, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. What's up, nigga? You want to go outside? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm struggling with as a dad with three daughters. Man, so. look. It, as growing up, like I said a million times, my brother's six years older than me. So I've seen things that uh, a kid my age shouldn't have seen. I've seen my mom and brother get into it like stone cold <laughs> motherfuckers like they ain't known each other. Right. Like motherfuckers, <laughs> oh, you think you big and bad? Oh, you 6'4", I'm 5'2"? It don't matter. Here goes this toaster to your head. What's popping? <laughs> right. So I, me as a kid seeing that, I'm like, all right, don't fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, homework, yeah. Might, might want to do that. Go to school. <laughs> might want to do that. Oh, okay. Curfew. Might want to. So me... I, everything that they battled with and everything that a normal teenager and parent went through, they went through and I saw it. So, of course, I gave my mom headaches, but not to the level my brother did because yeah. obviously he's the oldest, he's the first. You saw when he fell off the cliff yeah. and he just went to the edge. And, and he, <laughs> he righted his wrongs and, do, and doing great things now. And when my brother graduated from Central State, he came back and stayed with my mom's. And until, you know what I'm saying, he figured out what he wanted to do and just get things in order, mm-hmm. much like everybody does. Like, you had to get things in order. Me, myself, I left at 18 and ain't never been back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I go home for the holidays. I go home to see my moms. I hang over my moms constantly. But those times where I'm home for Christmas, that for a whole week, mm-hmm. like, yo, <laughs> I love my mom to death. I would do anything for her. But I couldn't imagine being 30 years old, staying with my mom, exactly. yo. Like, I can't, like, after a week, no, I, after about four or five days, I'm ready to get back to my life and how I operate and what I do. And it's no disrespect to my mom. I'm sure she's ready to get us the fuck out the house, too, because she's got shit that she likes to do. Right. She likes to live her life a certain way because, I mean, she's lived by herself a for so long now, it's like she has her routine. She gets mm-hmm. up, drinks her coffee, watches her her news, gets pissed off about Trump, and mm-hmm. I come home like we watching the news again. Like <laughs> just read it. Like exactly. you getting worked up. Like you got to detach, and that's my biggest thing that I try to tell my mom or my brother. Like they they will sit there and watch CNN for hours on end. This program, this pro, this. Pro. I'm like, yo, they're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Detach from it. You you saw them talk about it then. Well, right. I'm waiting on some breaking news. They said it was going to happen by 12 o'clock. I'm like, bruh, like, 
detached from I watch the news like Sports but, Center now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't even watch Sports Center like that no more. I've, I've outgrown it, but like I try to tell her to detach from it. And you know, but ultimately, you know what? It's her house. And she can turn on whatever the fuck she wants. To. Exactly. And I can go in my bedroom and do nothing. But my point is. Like you said, with, with with guys, it's a totally different thing. It has to be, right? It is. It has to be. If you're Especially a dude in. just walking around in your basketball shorts, eating up all the cereal, and your parents been at work all day, and mm-hmm. you just chilling, like, what the hell? Exactly. That's I, I struggle so much with being a dad and being the protector of women and children that are daughters, and then at the same time, disciplining and raising good people. And at the same time, making sure that I don't lose them in a disconnect of anger. I hate mm. you. Because even as a teenager with a single parent, I, I know for me, my, my my junior high years, those were my worst. But I just, I got to the point where like the spankings didn't hurt. Yep. And so now what you going to do? That's where, that's why the toaster came in on my brother. <laughs> so now what you going to do? And then, it, and then, yeah, then I had to take a shot to the face to realize, oh, okay, she turned it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> so, what, I mean, what do you, what do you expect a single mother to do? Mm-hmm. Like the kids get bigger than you. Obviously they're not scared of you. So you got to put that fear back in them. And that's where toasters and yeah. irons and whatever, whatever's accessible, whatever they can grab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But a 30 year old, if, 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 <laughs> if you're 30 and not making no not making no money and trying to and trying to stay at home, just kicking it. Yeah, that's like, but, but think about you can't possibly be getting no hoes staying at home at 30, can you? And then on the flip, are you as a parent? Do you reach a point where you just say fuck it and like kick them out and then let them fall, let them you know dig a hole that they maybe can't get out of? Like so, as a parent. You know, with a 30-year-old that maybe you just didn't push her hard enough when they was 9 and 10. Ah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you're point. dealing with it on that end. Good so, point. So, so, yeah, you may be right. I mean, it just it's just it, it, it's it, it's case by case. But at the end of the day, you as a 30-year-old should not strive for that. You should not want that. Should not, you know, it's one thing if you need it. It's one, you know, as a parent, I'm always going to be there for you. And I'm going to give you my last whatever yeah. if you need it. You know, but if you want it because it's convenient. And then we gonna have to, you know. Yeah, like you said, it. things happen. You graduate from school, or you know, what I'm saying, God forbid, uh, yeah, they get a divorce, and like, oh, I ain't got nowhere to stay. Of course, you exactly. know, what I'm saying stuff like that. But a normal everyday type of thing, like, yo, I was born in this house, and mm-hmm. I ain't left at all. <laughs> I ain't did shit but graduate from high school. Hopefully that, right? And it's just. Sit in the basement playing video games. Chilling. And shit. Yeah, that's terrible. At least terrible. go get a job at GameStop. Yeah, go work or for EA or something. Get a, <laughs> that, that gaming world is taking off, I hear. So. Yeah, big time, big time. So, my guy, one of my favorite rappers from one of my favorite groups of all time. Drake? Excuse me. <laughs> King Push, Push yeah, T. Yeah. One half of the clips dropped an amazing project. He did. An amazing project. Daytona got uh, Whitney Houston's drug bathroom on the album cover. Kanye paid 80K for the photo. It's only seven tracks. Apparently, everybody album that Kanye is working on now is going to be seven tracks. The Nas going to be seven tracks. The Tiana Taylor, his album, him and Kid Cudi, all going to be seven tracks. Just because of the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. Five, oh, what is it? 15 minutes 15 and five minutes. songs. Yeah, yeah. Meets so, the Grammy standard. Said just trimming off the fat. 
which is which is dope. And, and Kanye better be happy. He dropped some hella production because he's out of his fucking mind still. But yeah. the production is fucking magnificent. Yeah. Before Shouts we get to, to Wyoming and wherever else, yeah, you Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before <laughs> we get to what everybody really wants to talk about, what did you think of the album? I be you know that was that was if we're looking at it as you know that was round one. That was the first the first taste of all this. Yeah. When that came out, I was super excited because I am not as of a detailed fan of uh, clips together. You know, malice, no malice, and uh, push. I do enjoy Push has a rapper by far one of my top ten. Like he's lyrically one of my favorites. I feel like when I heard that project, that it was like okay, it's been what two years, couple years. Yeah, Push, been about three, four years. Push, Push, Push is back. You know, just in time for the summer. And to 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 my to my crazy life, I got up until infrared mm. and didn't get a chance to finish it. My first listen. So uh-huh. I'm still still cool with the project. Uh-huh. I just didn't get to the last song. So uh-huh. social media, I'm starting to see infrared, infrared. I'm like, let me uh-huh. go back. So I go back and listen, and I'm like, oh, so maybe this is where this is about to go, you know. Uh-huh. But as a project itself, loved it. I love, I loved, I loved hearing, you know, he he ain't a big feature dude from from what I understand, mm-hmm. you know. And to see Ross on there, that was dope, you know. Ooh, Ross came with some heat. Yeah, I I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, I enjoyed the project. I just feel like after what's happened, you know, moving Before forward. Before we get to that, <laughs> I would like to say the line. I don't. I don't know about heart yet, but the line he says something about respect Ross because the message was real. He see what I see when you see Wayne on tour. Man. Another rapper that can't retire. Man, that yeah. that's a doozy, man. Because. Yeah. For people that don't know, obviously Wayne is in some financial situation with Birdman and cash money. He's not getting his money. He's sold over 40 million records and don't have too much to show for it. The good old classic, the artist is doing all the work with the record labels, getting all the money Mm -hmm. situation. And, you know, Wayne is a legend. There's no question about it. None. Lil Wayne should not be doing Bogarts. Yeah. Lil Wayne should not be doing House of Blues. Exactly. Lil Wayne should be doing arenas and should be releasing albums and not mixtape after mixtape. No disrespect. And damn near when he wants to. Exactly. No <laughs> disrespect intended at all at a Tory Lanez. Hell, at a Meek Millie. Mm-hmm. But those venues, they can pack them and make some good money. And I'm sure Wayne is making good money off of this. Oh, yeah. But he's not making the money... A, a caliber MC relevant to what he's done for hip hop should be making and mm. should be. You shouldn't be able to have enough money to have Lil Wayne host your fucking party. Yeah, you, yeah, you should be able to to, to to fly him into the to the to the town's hotel. Yeah. And, and and put him on the stage in the town's biggest venue. That that just shouldn't <laughs> be. It shouldn't be. And and that that is a crying shame. And it's just, it's just not, it's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool at all. Pay that man his money. We want the Carter Five, by the way. That would be nice to have that out. Absolutely. <laughs> it's done, right? Yeah. It's, it's fucking been done. You <laughs> right. know what? They need to burn it and do the Carter Six because I'm sure all the references on that are like super dated. And they're like, oh, why is he rapping like that? Why is he talking about that? Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on to what you really want to talk about. Yeah. Team Drizzy. No. Now, see, okay, so here's, here's my thing about it. I think 
when when Drake does these things, he is tackling the like the 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 one he's the the commercial one liner. You know, like he'll he'll give you a one liner. He'll give you this and it's and it's commercial. It's it's for, you know, the masses are gonna get that. I think people that really enjoy hip hop and really don't mind going to the underground shows don't you know they 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 know hip hop. Mm-hmm. They know it, they they should know that push gets busy gets busy, and, and that shouldn't be a question of like who is this guy? Yeah, like like who who versus who? It's more so push get busy. Well, in hip hop, especially when it comes to battles, it always turns out to be. A popularity contest. And that's that, that's what I was about to say. Go you ahead. look at you look at LL and cannabis. Mm-hmm. Somehow people think LL won. Hell no. <laughs> right. Second round knockout is a much better song than uh, the Ripper Return of the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Way better. Cannabis won. Yeah. But the masses would say, "Oh, LL won." Wrong. Yeah. Look at Remy Ma, Nicki Minaj, Sheether, Kilter. Yeah. But hey, Barbie gang, we in the building. Exactly. No, it no. Right. It doesn't. It, it's a popularity contest. And yes, did did Drake destroy my guy Meek? Absolutely. I'm a Meek fan. But yeah. That 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 damn that damn song <laughs> is, is top five disc records of all time. It's yes. a fucking doozy. It is. It's a doozy. So Drake releases. A, a song the uh, same day. Yeah, yeah. Same day my boy drops his album. He's on every radio station. Everybody's tweeting about how dope it is. You got Puff talking about it. You got Kendrick talking about it. You got everybody and their mama talking about how dope this project is. You got Kim K talking about, yo, I didn't see Kanye for two weeks because he was in Wyoming. He was making and this was it was all worth it. You got all <laughs> this stuff. And then Drizzy drops. Those the Duffy. Uh, the Duppy Freestyle. Duppy Freestyle. And Duppy, for all the people out there, means ghost. Reference to Ghost Riders. Yeah. Shout out to Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. Anyway, continue. So with the, with, with the, with the Duppy Freestyle, I feel like that allowed Drake to get back on top because... He has that commercialness to him. Facto. So now, does he say some funny things in there? Of course. Yeah. You know, Drake, you know, at the end of the day, Drake, whoever, whoever on Drake team got bars, however you want to put it. <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whoever got him, got him, and it's coming. It's being, it's being broadcasted by Drake. You know. Yes. That, so, so no matter, no matter what, it's coming from Drake, and it's gonna look like Drake is winning. It's gonna look like, you know, it's. It's getting more, cause and, it, and even the hate helps. Even yeah. the people that that don't that that know or feel push is better, and they but they want to see the beef, but they want to see it on, on push side. They want to be on push corner. They know this, this commercialness is going to be hard to come over. Exactly, it's going to be hard to get on top of because number one, he got a victory against Meek already, and, and it's fresh on everybody's mind. Wait, especially because back to back was so dope, but it was a club record. Mm-hmm. You could play back to back in the club. I don't. I. I mean, obviously, I wasn't in the club scene when No Vaseline, Ice Cube, No Vaseline came out. Right. Uh, but I don't know if that ever got played at the club. I know back to back got played mm-hmm. in the club. 
And when the DJs, y'all DJs, is that a world tour or your girl's tour? Like, people are singing along. So, Drake mm -hmm. and his team know how to make <laughs> hit records. There is no question about that. Yeah. That boy got some hits. Yeah. I went to a concert. He's got a lot of hits. So yes. I'm like, damn, this dude keeps <laughs> fucking making hit records. A Salute. But is the W Freestyle really better than Infrared? It depends, it depends on what, what your grading scale. It depends on if you if you are looking for the the come the comeback is always sweeter. The 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 you know the person that throws the the first punch and gets hit with the haymaker coming coming back. You know that's always the oh moment of the fight. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of like whoever pushed the ball. I think push should have had two more ready. Mm. That's my like. If you're gonna step into that lane against somebody who number one is light skinned petty like myself, <laughs> he uh he gonna have he he gonna have a time to to receive that information to process it and then counter what you did. So you gotta be ready to come back with something, and we're still waiting for. It. But see, see, that's that's my thing. That's my thing. And if I ask this question, I gotta ask everybody. Everybody, is it more important? For a quick response or the right response, quick and 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 in the but what sense, if it's whack? What if he then it shows you ain't really freestyling and you ain't as dope as, as you say you but are. But nobody freestyles though. Who's really turning on? Uh, let me catch the vibe. Uh, and then spits a freestyle. This is all written. Everybody writes. True. This, this is in nineteen. But it, it, come, it comes from the mindset of that. Yeah. It comes from the mindset of like if you got bars and you got go and you a battle rapper or you about to battle somebody, win. You know, so so what's the what's the okay? So I will say the pro, to answer your question though, infrared was better. The project was better. You know, like the I I think infrared was better than than the Doopy freestyle. But I think Drake captured more people with laughs and his way of doing it. He he has a bigger fan base, a bigger audience to. Yeah, hit them 160 characters. Right. Ooh. Yeah. He. he so you're gonna you're, you're gonna see more coming from the Drake like, but then you're gonna see people that that really what that that want to say pushes is better. It's just gonna be intertwining. But once pushes people run out of characters, yeah. Drake people got is more. It's like more, I said, the Duppy freestyle was cute. It's cute. Yeah. Just like I thought. I, I feel the same way about. Even though these, neither one of these songs are on either of these songs level, but I feel like Pushes was like the takeover, mm -hmm. and Drake's is like either. There's a couple jabs, a couple truths in there, mm -hmm. but the stuff that Pushes talking about can all be documented. So these are facts, right? So I mean, the, the, the darts about you older than the nigga that you running behind. That's a nice dart. The the line about no malice in my heart. No malice in my heart. That's a dope dart. <laughs> the the line about pushes fiance. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know you you better put a ring on it like Virginia Williams. Like that's a dope line. But I feel like the more damning thing, everything about Drake's, is that Kanye. I think I the stuff about Kanye stands out far more than the stuff that he says about Pusha T to yeah, me. Yeah. Like, well, what are you talking about? You talk about. I got ghostwriters. I ghost wrote for you. <laughs> right. You talk about ghostwriters. Uh, Ron Fest wrote your biggest song, Jesus mm, Walks. What right. are you talking about? 
So those things are far more damning in my book. It's like, yo. See, I, I went back to, I don't know, YouTube, someone else's content. I don't know the truth, all the facts. But I went back to try to get some, where did this come from? Oh, yeah. yeah. And for what I gathered, the whole Bape apparel yeah. used to be the Clips' thing. Yeah. Everybody knew that. Wayne was on a petty. vibe. Super petty in my yeah, book. Yeah, a vibe cover with the whole Bape shit. So that kind of led Clips and Wayne has a has, has a friction. And I think the Mr. Me Too has some shit in it. Yeah. You know, it's those type of that type of sequences happen. And then when Drake comes aboard in 2011, 12, whatever that was, it's just team versus team at this point. Yeah. So then he kind of wiggled his way into some of this. And yeah. then it just addressed the whole team and it was just going like that. So I feel like it came from that. Yeah. In a sense. What I was wanting to ask you is Infrared by itself, or it's a smoker, Doopy with the invoice tweet. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the stuff that like puts exactly. it over because because it's he's he's jabbing still. He's still still digging into like you kind of came for me. Well, I'm coming, coming. You know, I'm I'm, I'm still and here. That, and that's where and that's where Drake has the upper hand. I think that. I'm not going to play Drake like he's a young dude because, I mean, he's definitely not young. I think he's like, about, what, 33 or something like that? Yeah, he got to be. So, you know what I'm saying? He got some numbers on him. So, But the social media aspect, the extras with it mm-hmm. only help. You know, you're not – I. if Pusha was to do something like that, I honestly would think it would be kind of corny because exactly. that's not him. Exactly. And I already know where this is going with Push. He's going to say, I'm going to respond when I feel like responding. Mm-hmm. Who is he? Exactly. That's what he's going to do. He's going to, I'll be blown away if we get a response record from Push within a week. I'll be blown away mm-hmm. because in his mind and in Pusha T's mind's fans, who the fuck is this dude? He don't write his own rhymes. I do. I just dropped the album. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'll respond when I'm good and ready to. Mm-hmm. And, and for That's wh- where he's coming from. But, and like you said, and Kelly's told me, you can't do that in this social media era. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't care, the people do care. Exactly. But my re- rebuttal to that, well, his core fan base don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. His core fan base is going to be like, he, this song is better. He's a better rapper. Yeah, Drake is a better entertainer, but a pure rapper? I would put my money on push, but it's always not about just rapping. It's about entertainment. It's It's about Drake breaking crazy numbers. And and you go back to the infrared record, talking about uh, inflated stats. That's something that people, and especially people of the older guard, talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, well, these numbers that people are doing now are inflated because of streaming. Right. And like, oh, he's got more number one singles than the Beatles. It's like, well, kind of kind of easier yeah like the beatles are actually playing instruments pressing records selling selling records yeah. across the water cr- across the water <laughs> here Everywhere. you grab your phone Everybody and you're got listening on, on apple music spotify youtube all these streaming sites so you you pay a one-time hundred dollar fee for 13 months on apple music and you can stream all the fuck you want mm-hmm. as opposed to Damn, I gotta buy another Beatles record. Oh, uh, Jimi Hendrix came out with a with a record too. Like, damn, I only got ten dollars. I can't get them both. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if it's you a, wanna do a, 
It's run through the stats. You want to run through a listen? It was play, stop, rewind. Yeah. And then play, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like now, it's just go, 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 go. Yeah. So it, 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 the people from older guard that bring up those things, I understand what they're saying, but we can't be always stuck in the old garb and always say, well, back in the day it was like this, where there is a new garb and Drake is the reigning there's king of hip-hop. There's a new box to check in yeah, hip-hop. Yeah, he is the new reigning king of hip-hop, and there's no question about that. But if you want to talk about bar for bar, wordplay for wordplay, delivery, I'm going with Push every time. Now, if you want to talk about, like, oh, whose concert I'd rather go to, I'd rather go to a Drake concert for a good time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, perfect example. Drake's doing arenas. Pusha T's doing House, House of Blues. Yep. That's it. And I'm a Pusha fan, but that's just a fact of the matter. He's I'm, not going on tour and on an arena tour unless he's going on tour with Hope or something like that. I feel like Push Push kind of stayed real to hip hop in the sense of, you know, I ain't gonna let nothing. Take me out of my hip hop, my my lane, my my way. Yes, I'm not gonna cross over into yes. making board boards of whatever happy or making executive offices happy. Yeah, and I, I I'm I'm doing me. Now I feel like though, do you do you? I want to ask you, do you feel like push? If if he was to have a response, it got to be cleared by Ye first. I don't think so. Because I, I, I feel like so. Ye controls. That good music so much that I feel like every move has you know push. I watched his Breakfast Club interview. He had a he had that whole you know album which we have mm. now that he just trimmed some fat, changed the name on, but it's basically the the same thing he was working on years ago. Right. I feel like every every step in good music and pushes whatever if you want to just push in good music, every step in that has to come through somebody. I feel like. Drake necessarily is is OVO and he yeah, pushes he the button. Run. I think there, it, I think there's something to say about that. Like when they're in album mode or whatever, and Kanye is heavily involved. Yeah, like it's it's a lot of tinkering and things like that. Because we he has another project, the original version of King Push. That's 15 songs that we don't. We haven't heard. Yeah, and we're not going. So that's basically got scrapped. Well, he he said he wasn't release some more yeah, song. He doesn't yeah. have more to release. Yeah, let, I, I it's just gonna be the eight, I want to hear eight through fifteen. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want to hear those. I want to hear yeah. the shit with Pharrell. I want to hear the other shit mm-hmm. for sure. But I don't think so. I mean, like just I mean, there's nothing he can just to go drop get a, a beat and yeah, SoundCloud it up. And, yeah, just SoundCloud it up, or you know, what I'm saying I don't think it's nothing to do that, but I. Like I said, I would be blown away if he responds within a week. I, I I just think that he's that arrogant and that righteous in his belief that I don't need to respond to this dude. He ain't. I don't nice. need that validation. Yeah, yeah. Per- perfect <laughs> word. Perfect word. <laughs> he don't he need believes that. that. Hey man, he don't write his rhymes, so I don't need to. Exactly. And, and and it's a it's a like you said it's a fact and it's a proven fact and it's a strong one. I mean like. If, you know, Joe Schmo popped in here and say he was the dopest whatever at what you do, mm-hmm. but you do this all day, you know, you're not going to necessarily be like, show me. And, right. if, and if, if the proof in the pudding shows that he got four of the people outside that's in, got, got the earpiece in telling them what to say, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's where I think Push is winning in the sense of 
like you say, if you like if you like push, if you like good music, if you like clips, if you if you like that, Drake saying whatever ain't gonna ain't gonna deter that. Right, exactly. But I think it's gonna be but the masses. a house of blues crowd versus the 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 garden. Yeah, you know but the masses the masses demand a response. Shit, I seen people was like, yo, you got to respond tonight. Like, goddamn. So the motherfucker dropped the album. Drake responded. He dropped it so fast. Like, don't be fooled. Don't be stupid and believe that, like, oh, he heard it at one o'clock, one in the, the afternoon <laughs> and went in the basement and released this by two o'clock. Don't be stupid. Right. The the boys got the plugs. Yeah. He heard the song well before everybody else heard it. Don't think like, oh, that, this was just pinned in five minutes. That dude. engineer producer world in the music game is like a small community. Yeah, man. like he heard it. <laughs> and don't be don't be fooled. And 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 I don't want to come across as a Drake hater. The song is good. The song is cute. It's mm-hmm. is 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 it's not back to back, I'll tell you that. That, no. that, that, that back to back is a fucking home run. I yes. guess. <laughs> even though I hate to say it, it's a fucking home run. But the thing about it is. He has the backing, and also Drake also has an album dropping next month. Mm-hmm. So now he can he can reply he can rebuttal more. The I'm upset track that uh, was released, <laughs> piss poor garbage, just rubbish. garbage, rubbish. I mean, and you know some I'm so so disappointed in our brother Demarco because he's the one I saw it from. Yeah. I jumped on the book, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, Drake got another smacker." So I clicked on the link before I even listened to it. I sent it to you. I sent it to <laughs> Kelly. I sent it to my boy Demond. I sent it to my brother. I sent it to the wife. I'm like, oh, let's see what this nigga talk about. Let's see. That's what, what I did. I got hype. Yeah. And I listened. I was like, I'm upset. I'm upset. And then my phone just started blowing up. You hit me back. Was like trash. Right. Kelly was like, this the this the drizzy I hate. Like, what is this shit? Like, this shit sucks. Exactly. Wifey was like, eh. Eh, it's like, where's the disc record? <laughs> push, <laughs> push, push, put up seven shots. Drake's okay with putting up hardened shots <laughs> and finding seven good ones. Now, I'ma just keep you throwing up. Something gonna stick. Exactly. Something that's, gonna that's stick. What that felt like to me. Like yeah, that, 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 that could not have is, been related. That track is not fresh. It I'm, couldn't have been related to this. No, no, definitely not. But it was still this, trash, regardless. I think this is an album track. I don't think it's good at all. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if the record label is pushing that fucking terrible song right. for us to be playing for airplay man by but, uh, wednesday yeah, oh <laughs> so you want so so you want a response you want a response from push i want but it's not needed i i want it for the sake of to keep it going yeah <laughs> summertime's coming let's let's keep it going let's see what else can be funny let's see what else because in the, the day a crowd watching two people do something you're just watching it for the entertainment. You mm-hmm. know? So at the end of the day, if it's real, if it's a problem, if it's what we don't care about that. I just want to laugh at something you say and laugh at something you say and then collectively see who got more laughs out of me. <laughs> true. I true, mean, that's true. what it bo- to me is what it boils down to for most people. Something else I want to say, man, as I am a huge Clips fan, got every album, got every mixtape that they dropped when they was on hiatus, got every push album, shots out to No Malice, I should not love drug rap as much as I do. <laughs> Never sold a thing in my life, <laughs> right. but I love drug rap. It's yeah. just, yeah, I just do. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it's, it's what I grew up on. I grew up <laughs> on N.W.A. Oh, that line. The only rapper sold more dope than me was Easy E. Woo, shit. Yeah. The smoker, man. It, it, I this mean, a smoker. That's, that, that's, that's, 
push push got it. He 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 is it. But, but. <laughs> the humor and the commercial push that Drake has created for himself yes. outweighs greatness. Okay, last Sometimes. question. Last question before we slide up out here. How come people don't care that he don't write his own rhymes? Well, gets help. I'll say gets help because I know the boy can write. I know he can write. I'm not going to super hate. But how come people be like, oh, it don't matter? How come is it okay for him? Uh, basically, I, he's Whitney Houston. Mm -hmm. He's Whitney Houston of this. Maybe Whitney that was Houston, a jab too. <laughs> maybe. Like Whitney Houston didn't become the mega star Whitney Houston until she got people writing her songs for her. You know what I'm saying? Her talent is her voice. Mm -hmm. Maybe Drake's talent is the delivery and the style and the swag or whatever. And you got Quentin Miller writing the rhymes. You got Joe Blow writing the rhymes. And he knows how to make it make it doper. Like, mm -hmm. you know, just because like I, I say this example all the time, like Method Man is the most popular member of the Wu-Tang Clan because he has the it factor. Yeah. The hip-hop lovers love Ghostface and Raekwon, but they don't have the it, it factor. Mm -hmm. I, Drake I, has the it factor. That was, that was my answer to your question. I think you already answered it with what you said. The reason is because you can go to a Drake concert and be far more entertained with the amount of music that Drake has put out and the amount of hits, no matter where they came from, they they have been breaded into your mind from multiple media sources that you're going to hear this a lot more than you've been hearing any push stuff unless you went looking for it. Fact though. So it's all. I think t the answer is people are more entertained in the long run from Drake and his two hour concert you can go listen to and be thoroughly entertained versus a push concert that. 12 to 15 songs maybe that you, mm -hmm. you that you really rock with yeah. you know like it's Drake's done that just in the time I've been DJ you know <laughs> boy got at least, out the clubs at least, <laughs> at least 50 songs yeah. at least yeah. at least 50 bangers which so, is commendable I, mean, I think that's I think that's a difference in it I mean people are just more entertained by Drake in the long run like I said he's a hell of an entertainer man Whew. Yeah. but hey like I said we gonna wait I I I, I truly believe that we're not gonna get a rebuttal from Push yeah, for a minute. I, I don't think we're even gonna. If we get one, it's gonna just be the same way we same way we've been getting them, which is gonna be in inside a, of in a the song. middle of a project, in the middle of a song, couple liners, couple jabs, just to keep the the spark lit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Memorial Day weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed a barbecue. We gonna we gonna put this out today. We are gonna yeah. put it out Sunday so we can see if our predictions happen for the Cavs game Who tonight. You? So you, you said Golden State for the other one? Yeah, Golden State. Uh, I don't have a score, but I think Golden State's going to win. I think Cavs going to win by five tonight. LeBron drops a double nickel, and Cavs are going back to the finals versus Golden State on Thursday. I got 39 with a, with a solid, heavy triple-double, uh, and uh, Cavs by eight. There it is. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev Black Tie. Woo! Coming up.